Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, we're here and we're here to say we got a podcast today. Podcast. I want to join in and bring the volume up. Oh, Here it comes. And, and there you go. There it is. There you go. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you could put your dang ding ears in. Welcome, little ear babies. We're using that. We're testing out that. Yeah. New, we're uh, dry new run. for you guys. Yeah. The driest run. <laughs> Should have got some water before this. Hope everyone's doing a you good. Could have. We have it. We do. Yeah. Too late. I'm just gonna eat pretzels <laughs> instead. I'm gonna supplement it with pretzels. Listen, I'm feeling a little dehydrated, so I'm just gonna get a whole handful of pretzels. If I can't get water, I'm gonna have to douse it with some pretzels. Guys, thank you for joining us. This podcast, we talk about movies, yes, TV shows, yes. comic books, sometimes. That's those two. Video games. Actually, I do have a comic book thing to talk about. See, today. we got it already. What? Sometimes other things, too. But uh, thank you for joining us uh, again, or for the first time, you're all our favorites. Yeah. It's going to be an exciting episode today. We're going to be talking about Pacific Rim Uprising. Don't worry. You don't need to have seen the movie. We're going to just basically explain it to you. Also, if you've seen a trailer for the movie... You've seen the movie. You got it. You've kind of seen the movie. You basically saw the whole main end of the movie. You saw <laughs> it all. Um, and if you love this podcast, if you're a fan, if you're listening right now, you're like, oh, man. This is everything I ever wanted. You I wish there to... were a website for yeah, this, for this, for this website. podcast. Go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com because not only do we have our YouTube videos up there, not only do we have links to where you can listen to this podcast, which is basically everywhere, yeah. and you're already listening to it, so you know, but all of our social media, all of our merch, t-shirts, we got some rad t-shirts. I'm wearing one today if you were watching live with us, and if you're like, wait, you can watch live? Yes. Go to yes. Patreon.com slash OnlyStupidAnswers. We have a... a uh, little family, little there are a bunch of ear babies over e- at babies at uh, patreon.com patreon.com slash only stupid answers. It's a fun little community over there. Yeah, we love it. But also, we love it when you guys head over to iTunes. Yeah. Or also, we post these episodes on Patreon as well. You guys write little reviews there. We want to read a review from iTunes. I believe we have one here. We do. Locked and loaded. You want to hit it here? I'll do the intro. You want to take it? Sure. From Autumn Ray Stewart. I absolutely adore these guys. Five stars. For the past nine months, I haven't had time to go and watch movies, my shows, or read comics because I am a full-time student and employee, so I stopped listening because I didn't want spoilers. But I miss these guys so much. I finally made the time to catch up, and then I came straight to Only Stupid Answers because I love how they analyze and then go on tangents. We love the tangents. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to this podcast while I'm at work. I work overnight as a stalker to make the time go by between breaks or in the car when I'm going to see my mom who lives an hour away. Whoa. I highly recommend Sam and, Sam and DJ to anyone who reads comics, watches any and everything to do with superheroes or supernatural elements. They are the absolute best. Thank you, Autumn. Thank you. That was very sweet of you. Let's get into it. We like to open up every episode. Yes. With a what are we into this week? 
What are you, what are you doing over there? What are we doing? Yeah, I was coming in soft and smooth. Maybe I haven't woken up <laughs> quite yet. I just like, you know what? I don't need coffee this morning. It's just slowly drifting away. So, I might be falling asleep. <laughs> I had a not fun nightmare last night. You know, I mean, did I tell him the nightmare. It was a. Uh, it was very vivid. Yeah, it, those are the worst. It was very, very vivid. My, so, my the vivid dream I had recently this week is I had a dream where I was in an argument with my best friend. Like we were at it, and then it, you wake up and you're like, "I'm fucking pissed." At yeah, that. And yeah. And, but <laughs> no, none of it happened. It has uh, no basis in reality. We should do an episode. I know you brought up. I think we want to do an episode on dreams, but we should just read everyone's dreams. Like you guys should. That'd send be us great. New, and let's try to dissect dreams are them. So weird. They're so weird. So I there were like two parts to the dream. First part yeah. was I I like basically somehow got my hands on this like platform that was like those those jet platforms that the um that guy made you know like that random billionaire you always see him like he's staying on like a rocket platform he's flying around lakes and stuff yeah okay and it's like a youtube video is going yeah, on. Yeah. i had one of those okay and i was using it and that was a cool really vivid part because i could feel like going through the clouds and yeah stuff. cool it didn't turn into it turned bad quick after okay. that i don't know what happened outside of my dream <laughs> that caused this the to pizza happen ate earlier kicked in um but i was uh I was walking around New York with a friend. Friend, I don't know who this is, but um, uh, we were walking around and having like a very genuine, normal conversation at night down a street. Yeah. And we looked down, and there were four people eating a dude. But we were like, no, not clearly great. that's vampires. And you're not in Florida either, so mm-hmm. like yeah. this is this is actual serious, this is monster yeah. stuff, not yeah. just people. Uh, and so we freaked out. And my friend who was with me was like, oh, we can get out of here. And it, just to make to paint a picture, this guy's like a lot bigger than I am. He's mm-hmm. kind of like more like heavy set, but also taller. Yeah, uh, but he's a little more heavy set, a little taller, darker hair, mm-hmm. a little bit curly hair, has a beard. <laughs> <laughs> who is it uh no but he um was like no we got to go this way uh and in within like the second of us turning to walk away he reached behind me and grabbed me and then like started to like hold me really close and start to crush my ribs Uh-oh. and then he bit my neck and started uh killing me and he was like laughing at me because of it Whoa. and i woke up and my chest hurt because of where yeah. he was grabbing me that and sucks i did not go back to sleep it was uh not nah, it wasn't fun. Yeah. I have more fun things to talk about so that I was that's into. that's what you were into this week. No, no. <laughs> but here, you go. What, what were you Well, into? I think it's, uh, this is something that we can, we can both, I think we both read this week. Uh, Green oh, did you Lantern, finish it? Yeah, Green Lantern Earth 1 came out uh, either this week or la- I think it hit comic shops last week. Something But like it hit that. the rest of the world this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, quickie synopsis. Yeah. DC's got this uh, one line of books called Earth 1 where it's just yep. like, it, I feel like we've heard this saying before, but a modern take on a on a character or yeah. a team or something but this really truly is it's like this is a more grounded way of looking at some of these more otherworldly things like they have had batman earth one which is great because yes. batman starts out as like if someone were to do this they wouldn't have all the training in the world yeah and so he's kind of incompetent just like a little bit yeah. like my favorite or com- kind of incompetent compared to like Batman. Batman like yeah. like mainstream Batman who can literally do anything all the time ever. Yeah, like if he's going into like a scenario and he's trying to be like a vigilante, there's a chance that you going up against like someone who runs a gang, they might be smarter than you. Yeah. And they are. And yeah. it's a great story. Superman Earth One's got three volumes. That one I enjoy most of it. It's you it got some it's, cool stuff. I think it it's fine. I think Superman Earth One, in my opinion, is the weakest of the Earth One lines. Agreed. Everything else is kind of a slam dunk mm-hmm. except for Superman. Uh there's a Wonder Woman Earth One and it's beautiful. It's, it's very 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 beautiful and she doesn't even like use a weapon in the nope. book which is really cool yeah uh, teen titans earth one has volume one and two yeah. that is my favorite personally 
my favorite is the Batman ones, but the Teen Titan ones are really good. And I think the Teen Titan ones are a good one to bring up with Green Lantern because those are ones that like, oh, this is how you would make a movie of this. That's exactly how the Earth one should be taken. This is yeah. like, it's the perfect blueprint for a movie. If yeah. you were to take this and if you were to turn this into a movie, minus Superman, because he's kind of more like the Superman in the movies where he's kind yeah. of more depressing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, maybe well, just... his, his Earth one came out before Man of Steel and there's definitely an influence of superman mm. earth one in man of steel definitely but but like you were saying with the teen titans it's it's if you're able to tell a teen titan story without it needing to be connected to the wider dc universe mm-hmm. um and it, it has kind of like a ya feel young adult novel oh definitely feel, mm. and, but it's it's really fun and green lantern also it's it's a very streamlined more we said more modern take on the Green Lantern mythos, and for the most part, it, like a lot of the Earth One books, it has a, a lot happens in a in a smaller page count. You almost wish it's like ah, oh, just give it like another twenty pages or something. But also, you don't you don't feel it sometimes. I will say with this book, I did I did uh, feel it. So much happens. Yes, in, in a this. lot happens. But it is really interesting. Quick backstory just for like the intro of the book because yeah. oh, so much happens in it. And I'm not really spoiling it. This is just a little seed. Yeah, think pique your interest. Uh, Hal Jordan, who is the Green Lantern normally in comics, he in this universe is a miner, like an astronaut miner yeah, for miner, uh, yeah. for asteroids. So he and a buddy are on an asteroid, and they're basically like for reasons, reasons, reasons. They're about to leave, but they happen to stumble upon a buried ship, and they start going down, and they yeah. stumble upon a dead Green Lantern yeah. with a ring and a lantern. And from there, it kind of goes on from there. But there's a lot of fun twists and turns for if you are a Green Lantern fan, you'd be like, oh, that's cool that they decided to change this. Yeah. Or you're like, I don't know what any of this is, and which is perfect because this story explains everything to you. Yeah, I, I, it kind of bums me out that we made a Green Lantern movie before this was a thing. Because yeah. I feel like, tonally, it's such a great into the world because I think as somebody that reads comic books regularly you can forget how crazy everything is Mm -hmm. and so when you're trying to introduce instead of like smacking a viewer over the face with so much you look at something like Green Lantern Earth 1 and introduce basically all the hits of the Green Lantern it's like the ring the battery the Green Lantern core uh, the Owens the the Guardians Mm -hmm. Oa but the way it introduces it is in a very like Handholding is normally a bad term, but like a very like, hey, here's this, mm-hmm. and then here's this, and then you're like, okay, cool. This is so easy to grasp, like yeah. comparatively compared to what it could be. Like in the Green Lantern movie, it's like you got the ring. Now you're in a space cop. Look at all these aliens. It's like, wait, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, you right need now? To, you need to use your will. What does that mean? And this, yeah. it was a very it, like, if you guys don't know Green Lanterns, the way they use their ring is based on willpower, so it's yeah. concentration. Yeah, and if you can will this ring to do something, you can do it. It's basically the best weapon you could ever have. Yes. And this has the perfect example of how like you need to concentrate if you want this to work. Either it's or or it's just going to be basically like life support for you in yeah. space. Um, and it's a great adventure, and it's the most. It's one of the most beautiful books uh, Gabriel, uh, out right now. Gabriel Hardman is the artist. Oh my goodness! He also co-wrote it with his wife. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. It's a gorgeous book. It's so funny because they kind of the way they pitched it, it's like, oh, it's kind of like Green Lantern meets Alien. Mm-hmm. That's like the first ten pages, yeah, at most. Yeah, and then it becomes its own thing. But but the the one thing I will say is in this universe, the Green Lantern Corps is not what it is in the comics it's not as as all all present or as strong um in this and i i like that it gives it kind of like a feel of the jedi in the original star wars movies where it's like they're kind of 
not a thing anymore. Like there's some scattered remnants and it's a, it, it just all that stuff, despite the fact that I feel like too much may be packed into this one small volume, the, the way it introduces everything. I really like the world it sets up. It re, I really like, I didn't, the only thing story wise that doesn't, I don't love necessarily is by having Hal Jordan already being like out in space in a space miner. You'll lose some of the like, I get to be in space now, like mm-hmm. that kind of sense of wonder. Like, I, I also don't know. I think theoretically, the Earth One books are all supposed to be in the same continuity. They're supposed to be, but they're, this, but they don't really talk to each other, which this is fine. Confuses me. That mm-hmm. I was fine with that mm-hmm. until this one is like, is this in the future of that world? Not like the future. Yeah, like, yeah. Not which sure. Is fine, but but, what, but those things aside, I I really liked this take on the Green Lantern mythos. Mm-hmm. It was it's super solid. If you want a self contained book that you really don't need to you don't yes. need to buy nine issues for, it's just the you, book. Yeah, literally, you can just get this. You don't need to pick up any other Earth One book. You can just we recommend them, but yes. like. You don't have to. Actually, that'll be my what, what we're into this week. I'm, I'm trying to think if I... I did download uh, the new season of Atlanta, like the first couple episodes, but I haven't Ooh. watched them yet. If you guys are watching it, tweet at me because I want to talk about it. But let's get into Pacific Rim Uprising. But before we do that, let's talk about our friends over at Beach Body, Body on, on Demand. demand. Beach Body on, on Demand. demand. Beach body on demand. Beach body on demand. Why haven't they hired us to do their theme song? <laughs> they have intentionally ignored those emails, but we love them. Beach body on demand is an easy to use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts you can do from the comfort of your living room 24 7 it has a history of success with amazing programs like p90x insanity 21 day fix t25 brazil butt lift po hip-hop abs three week yoga retreat and more and way way so more. many it has some of the best trainers like shanti and tony horton it has amazing programs from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio hit to yoga and even dance workouts the dance workouts i've, I've done a few we're gonna talk about some of our favorites in a second exactly but i have a tested one out you have access to it anywhere anytime you can work out on your own schedule and it has an amazing support community with over a million people currently on beach body on demand by the way there's some workouts that are as short as 10 minutes and they don't require any extra equipment which is personally what i always look for when i go on there specifically i did three-day yoga retreat yeah and i keep trying to start the three-week one but then I'm like, but three days. Yeah. So there's a it, there's a more grat- instant gratification. So I've been doing that, and I feel a lot better after I do it. For me, I've been doing a shift shop for a minute now. Especially, it helps me with uh, the strength training, getting my getting my arms a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the one I rip the cardar off exactly. Yeah. And and like you said, there's. Uh, training programs as short as 10 minutes to help you get started, help you ease in to the process. And if you want to try it free right now, our listeners can get a special free trial membership when they text STUPID to 303030 or 303030. Now, I have a challenge for everyone out there. Yes. I want anyone, I want everyone to pick any program. I'm going to be working on the yoga one because that one makes me feel good yes. during the day. I'm going to be doing three-day yoga retreat. If anyone wants to join with me, tweet at me at Sam Basher, and I want to see if we can challenge each other. Yeah. Let's do some yoga together. It's awesome. Don't miss out on this deal. Let's say it one more time. A special free trial membership for all of you moist little ears. You can text STUPID to 303030. 30, that's 303030. 30, 30, 
zero. I like that plan too, Sam. If you guys want to do shift shop, if you're going to do some shift shop, I'm doing that as well. So you can tweet me and we can do that together. Let's be a healthy community Let's together. Let's be healthy. You'll get full access to the entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition, information, and support totally free. We really want you guys to try this service. It's helped us out and it can help you. Beach body on, on demand. demand. Beach body on, on demand. demand. I really like that song. Hopefully they take that song yeah, hopefully they'll us. answer our emails mm-hmm. about that but we do have really quick I did, you brought up a good point let's yes. give a shout out to the reddit community because you guys are awesome shout out to Noah Fuerte uh, hey, Noah. on reddit for doing this uh, putting this together bronze status photon I recently just resubscribed to comiXology unlimited good choice and I borrowed Hellboy volume 1 Seeds of Destruction and oh, Saga yeah. volume 1 both very good books I tried to get into um Hellboy. It's just something about it didn't quite grab me, which is a bummer for me, but just something. Maybe I was wrong time of the year when maybe, I was trying to read it. I don't know. I really like... I, I, I haven't really dived into it yet. It's it's harder to dive into something that has such a breadth. It's why I haven't really gotten into Why the Last Man. It's just like... Ugh. When do I have the time for 60 issues mm-hmm. of something I know that's going to be great? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But Mike McNola's work on Hellboy is beautiful. Uh, Super Mac also said, uh, I just finished Deathbed number two and I am in love. The main character, Luna, is like that weird uncle that tells outrageous stories that you can never tell is real or not. And then makes it awkward enough that when he, com- uh, with his complete lack of filter, that I feel secondhand, uh, that I feel secondhand embarrassment. It's a great read, and I'm glad Vertigo is keeping up its standard of great books. This is Joshua Williamson, who's writing The Flash right now. He also wrote Birthright, which is getting turned into a movie or something for Universal, which is crazy. But I read Deathbed as well, Mm -hmm. and my pit, because I got to talk to him about it at Emerald City, and he didn't think of it the way I thought about it, which doesn't matter. But um, (laughs) I was like, if you took the Dosaki's most interesting man in the world, and he's about to die, so he's like, what's the most epic way? I can go out. Yeah. Like, that's basically it. He's done everything. What did he think of it as? Uh, he had this example from this Netflix documentary that he talked about um, that I don't remember the name of. Okay. But hey, if you know anything about what I just brought up, go for it. But if you like that idea of like, what if the most interesting man in the world was about to die and he had, yeah. a, he had a bucket list of what he wanted to do. Like it opens with little tease for the first issue um the main character you're following is a journalist who is going to go write his autobiography Uh or biography that's not how that works uh and he's gonna they're gonna write a memoir or whatever so she's by the bed and he's in bed and it looks like he's about to die and you know that something is sneaking into the room but you don't know what the room what these things are and they're zombie mummies of course they are you know and they're they they have like swords and they're about to kill him so he hops out of bed Buck naked, like mm-hmm. it, pee-pee in the wind. Yeah. And it's so funny because he's like murdering all these zombies and everything. And the girl is just sitting there just like covered in the blood. Uh. And it's like staring at his junk as it like swings as he's killing all these people. It is uh, such a funny book. And he's such an asshole. But he's he's so compelling. Like nice. it, they did a great job of like that's the perfect character. He's like, yeah, I don't want to know you yeah. but i do want to hear your stories yeah. so it's that's the kind of thing it's like di- random adventures of these two people together nice so if you if you like that pitch pee pee in the wind fighting zombies <laughs> go for it pee pee in the wind that's going to be my new spin-off comic also for- gotta give you i gotta give a shout out to skurs dag three started reading marvel spirit of vengeance which i heard is good yeah and still really sad about gwenpool me too gwenpool all done yeah and it hurts but then you got cosmic ghost writers no <laughs> But anyways, yeah. 
what I didn't want and we got and I still kind of enjoyed yeah. Pacific Rim Uprising let's talk about that yeah so you did a spoiler free review yes. on our YouTube channel youtube.com slash only thank you answers. to everyone who watches those yeah and Maybe more of you could watch them <laughs> and uh, yeah so what was, <laughs> you you said you okay? that you enjoyed it <laughs> however a good chunk of your review was what was not good about it yeah, yeah because it's a bad it's I think if you were to take it apart yeah. as a film and how different pieces of good things in film are supposed to work, none of that is there in this. But that doesn't matter because this movie knows that it's not that it's not that tier. Yeah. Feel, at least I feel watching it, it's like, no, no, no. These people are having fun. The only way you could make a like a almost two hour movie about robots fighting giant monsters or robots fighting robots is there's gotta be some story in between and this is the best they could do with the amount of budget they had. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like I'm I'm fine. Sam's giving a thumbs up for those Here, of you listen. that are watching. <laughs> the thumb is I can't get it. All right. So um, it, it's interesting because I did not love, and I think you and I agree with this. I I did not love the first Pacific Rim as I much didn't as much as I wanted to. I wanted to like it a lot. I want, well, especially since before I saw it, everybody was like, "It's the fucking greatest movie ever made by people," mm-hmm. uh, and it was fine. And uh, way too long. Mm-hmm. I felt like this movie, the the one thing it did better for me was up front let me know this is a Saturday morning cartoon. Oh yeah. Don't think of this as a movie. Oh no. Think of this as a Saturday morning car- think about think about you watching Power Rangers in the morning. Mm-hmm. This is that. And and on that level I enjoyed it. I also enjoyed it more I think because the one of my complaints of the first Pacific Rim is there's a giant battle that was in all the trailers in the center of the movie, and it is easily the best battle of the movie. And every other battle after that, and there's like another hour or more after that, is basically the same battle. Reha- it's just the same thing over and over and yeah, over again. Or they're just like, oh, this is a level four kaiju. Wait, now there's two level fours, and it's just like, wait, it's now not- it's a level ten. It's yeah. like, oh my goodness, this one it switches up. It's it's uh, uh, Jaeger versus Jaeger fighting. It's the Jaeger different- versus new type of Jaeger, Jaeger fighting. It's then we get that like they just kept switching up the. It, it felt like a cool like remix of that movie like hey what if you had a smaller jaeger that only one person piloted what if you had a super big jaeger that three people piloted Mm -hmm. that was all fun and and because it kept switching it up and because it moved so quick i had a more is it a better movie no no probably not did i have a better did i enjoy it more yes i did Mm -hmm. but if you were to like talk about dialogue god awful and you're just like but you're like this is fucking like it's i i was giggling in my seat at some points like new weapons you get definitely yeah they threw people at the like we'll get into that no trust me this ain't spoilers this is there there was there there's just some like dumb stuff where like a second ago you saw people running away from like a threat and then someone in the tower is like yep all evacuated go for it and and then you just see building after building falling and you're like come on yeah man they do lazy writing i I feel like i I did a tweet about this i feel like this movie is for people that would like a kind of a remix of the first one or also people that really for some reason hate sydney and tokyo like for some reason straight up want to see those cities wrecked to the point that there is not enough money in the entire world to rebuild them yeah they they bring up that's like because this is 10 years after the first film and that some things some places haven't bounced back while others have how how did how has any place bounce back my big 
question is, how do we have enough resources on the planet to even just build these cities again yeah, and no. again and again? Yeah, like, like, we wanted to build a giant wall around the Pacific Rim, like, last time. Yeah. We do find out the main goal of the kaiju in this movie, Which really if that's a selling point for you. It's also not that. It's just a w- one extra part of the plan that we found out last time. Mm. It doesn't really... It is way more cartoonish. Oh, it is way, yeah. Like, it is like Megatron, Starscream, 80s Transformers plan. Like, Charlie Day, by the way, looks great. like he's having a blast in this Easily movie. Easily my favorite part. Uh, in his relationship with his buddy, yeah. the other scientist. Who that, is... A, that actor's been on Game of Thrones and much other stuff. He and, was in Torchwood. Yeah, he's got a villain face. Um, he's always... Ca- except for the Pacific Rim movies, he's always cast as a bad guy. But he's still an asshole, though. Yeah. But in... Um, I did want to point out that there was a quote that came up from Charlie Day that he based his the way he and his, uh, he and his friend interact in this movie yeah. off of a fan fiction he found about the two characters, and I'm like, that's amazing, that's, that's great, hilarious, and you definitely get vibes of that in this. Boy, oh boy, Charlie Day's character, I don't even understand. I don't even know. The, the actors are having fun. They're doing good with the roles that they're given. John Boyega is fun. Scott Eastwood is fun. Who's the girl that uh, plays the girl? Uh, Spady, uh, the young girl. Yeah, yeah, Spady, yeah. something, something, something. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. We live in the age of the internet. We can find no, out. No, let me guess wildly. Um, hold on. Uh, Kaylee Spaney, mm-hmm. uh, who plays Amara Namani, did pretty is, well. Uh, is great. Um, we've got uh, Rinko Kikuchi returns as Mako from the first film. Mm. Um, Adria Arjona plays uh, Needless. Love interest lady for John Boyega and Scott Eastwood, but she is very nice to look at. Um, she was my favorite special effect in the whole movie. Um, um, there's and there's some fun new Jaegers. Yeah, there's another there's another Gypsy for some reason, just because because he's the main one. Although they spell it weird. Is he is he the main one? This the is an Gypsy, original Gypsy, property. Gypsy Danger and Gypsy Avenger. Like Gypsy Danger was the main one in the last one. This is Gypsy Avenger. There's a tease for a third movie, by the way, kids. So yeah, there's definitely and that one will be... have Ditchy, uh, Gypsy Avengers Infinity War Revenger Revenger. Mm-hmm. There you go. Gypsy Defenders. There's always there's always room for growth there. Uh, Everybody's this... having fun. Everybody's fun to watch. I don't mm-hmm. think there's like somebody that's like bad. Like oh my. God goodness in this movie there like, are moments where you're like Ugh. there are moments but it's not the actors like no, no none yeah. of the actors are like oh geez but also if you have never watched a trailer for this you're like i'm gonna go in blind i'm a big pacific rim <laughs> fan i'm gonna love this you are so not you yeah. are so if you think you're getting anything like whatever you liked of the first movie i don't feel like is really in this film yeah. uh, that to be like to be fair, we like this movie more than the first one. So like, you maybe well, I feel like this plays to its audience more. I feel like if I was ten, I would love this movie. That actually brings up a great tweet we got from Katie Lee G at seek. Oh, see Katie Draw. I loved both Pacific Rim films, but I am basically their target audience and went to see Pacific Rim with a gypsy danger toy in hand. Uh, she also has a question after that, which we'll get to, but that is the target yeah. audience. Is that like I, these are fans that like want to see robots fight more robots? That's what you got. You didn't get like a think piece about no. the American engine. We like a big robot fight the monsters. It's like that's. You're uh, aiming too high with what I, this I do, is. I do. They introduce a new Jaeger called Scrapper that I kind of want. Yep. <laughs> I I exactly. Want. Yeah. Exactly. I want the sports. You got the me. hot rod one. The hot rod one's fun. So Athena something? It's the fast one. 
So of course you like the fast one. Of course you like the fast one. What would you? You rated this because because you didn't do something fun because it was ten years, so you just went with that and you did out of ten. Yeah, I mean the movie doesn't deserve too much. Okay, so out of ten, you gave it like a six, right? Oh my god, there's so many dumb teenagers in this movie. Uh, yeah, I gave it a six. I think I gave it like a five or six, but I still enjoyed it. But if I'm looking at the at the film. It does not deserve a high score. <laughs> I give it a seven. I want a sequel, though. I do yeah, want a, I do. I want like, a third. They give the sequel tease, and I'm, I'm in. John Boyega, in an interview, said that he gave some of his um, some of like his own money to yeah. the f- film because he wanted to help fund it, so it could be like a little bit better than whatever they were aiming at yeah. originally. And he wanted this to be like a new like saga or something. Make this into an an, like an anime TV show like Voltron. It'd be great. Yes. You can have the young teens learning to be. Literally, the blueprint for this movie is just you extend it out for like three seasons and you got a show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, well, again, it's kind of like when I watched Jurassic World. It's like, oh, this is the animated TV show version of this world. Yeah. Like, this is the kids' version, except for certain scenes in Jurassic and Lost Jurassic World. Yes. Jurassic in world. Jurassic World, yeah. Because yeah. you've, you've only seen like Lost World once, right? I haven't seen Lost World. I'm sorry. It's my favorite it one. Missed, it missed out. Anyway, but but I would give Pacific Rim Uprising a seven. I think it's I think it's enjoyable. I think it's a solid C. Um, but I, solid, it can't go higher. Yeah, it, it definitely can't go higher. Um, the movie ends in a fucking snowball fight. <laughs> spoilers, <laughs> Sam. It does it. Yeah. Does it spoil okay. it? <laughs> well, so we're, so now that Sam's just jumping into spoilers willy nilly. Here it goes. So favorite bit is about halfway. We're into spoilers now is uh, about a third of the way in, which, by the way, I couldn't figure out where this movie was going. Like, it felt like it was getting its climactic battle. Like, I think we're only 30 minutes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you, re- you reveal, we reveal that Charlie Day's character is technically the bad guy. He's been, his mind has been uh, fucked to shit by the precursors, whatever the aliens are on the other side of the dimensional He's rift. been, like, m- having mind sex with the brain from the last movie that he used to, like, communicate with. And... There's a moment where he gets the villain speech, and I think it is the – they gave him a, the generic, like, ooh, I'm the bad guy speech, and he turns it into the best villain speech I think I've ever seen in a movie. Like, he he's – his personality is flipping between his own – like, you can see his own personality struggling with the precursor personality that's kind of like taking over his brain, mm-hmm. and he keeps referring to himself as himself or in the third person, and it's great. Like, he – kills it and he's clearly having a blast and, and it's the most like i i will always see charlie day as is his name charlie and and yeah always yeah that's who and this was the time like oh shit charlie day can do other things mm-hmm. and he's great at it he's very good he at the very least let him have some fun yeah and he, he'll give you a good performance um, i also like i also like that because it gave the villains a face mm-hmm. as opposed to just being like we're punching monsters it's like oh there's a bad guy and he's also kind of removed a little bit from what yeah. they are because there's a moment where he is face to face with the giant kaiju the mega ultra yeah kaiju zord uh yeah. and they uh and it, he's kind of scared of it like yeah. he's a little afraid that this thing might kill him yeah. even though he should be able to control it who knows where did he get all those little wormy things that, are those androids are they other tinier kaiju like tinier what, kaiju what are what's... why does the lasers on the on the jaegers make a rift open up I don't yeah so we get kaiju jaeger hybrids which is fun that they, was so, a fun yeah, reveal they genetically altered leftover brains from kaiju yeah that were dead and then they used the they charlie day hid them inside of drone jaegers yeah drone and jaegers then they turn into plants and they grow inside the jaegers yeah. to take control 
And then the bit you you always like to mention is that there's this gravity gun thing where they suck up the gypsy. The gypsy, the gypsy has a, it, yeah. it sucks up debris and throws it at it. The funny part to me about that is we see these kaiju just tear through buildings like no problem, like they're paper bags. Mm-hmm. And so you're telling me these high-tech lasers and swords you have aren't doing any damage. So you're going to suck up the thing it just tore through uh-huh. and shoot it at it. And that's supposed to be your, like, main weapon. Oh, have you ever seen, like, a wet piece of newspaper in the wind, like, hit somebody in the face? It could take, it could take you down for a second. Not, not kill not, you. Not if bullets can't. No. No. Nope. Mm-mm. And for some reason, there's physics of when they punch the kaiju, it, like, stores the energy and throws it back at... The, uh, sorry, whenever people do that kind of move in any f- kind of fiction, I'm like, yeah. that's not how energy, that's not how it works. Whatever. Uh, but they're no. also like they'll, they'll like crash through buildings. But there's one point where your favorite Athena does like a kickflip off of a building. Yeah. And it's like, how was the how did how the building stay up? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like physics are just straight out the window. In they this don't world. care. Yeah. They don't care there's a whole part of the movie where oh well my favorite is when they suck up the cars yeah definitely people in there and they definitely throw that and there's definitely people in those buildings and like they the tear way, them down. i like the way you refer to it like you're using people as bullets like yeah <laughs> and it's fun they like, should zoom in on the screams as they yeah. like rocket towards the, the kaiju my, the, the, the most hilarious moment to me in the whole movie is it's the one like little bit of character development we're getting with uh kaylee spaney's character where you're finding out her dark backstory and her or they're on santa monica pier right Mm-hmm. And her kaiju's attacking. Her parents are like, "Jump, we'll save you!" <laughs> and then immediately the camera pulls out, and a kaiju just stomps on them, and they're done. <laughs> and they're done. And, it, and it's the it should be emotional, but the way it's like framed and paced, it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's so. <laughs> but she's the one that makes scrapper, and that that shit I liked, like uh, her having her own like personal Jaeger. That's cool. I don't know how that tiny girl was supposed to ever put that together. Like mm-hmm. there's there was no like cranes or anything in that building did she lift up the giant arms and like attach it herself like no what's idea. going on there and then i really liked the three-person jaeger i yeah, thought was that cool. was cool as hell like especially when she's like manning the guns and like moving around to the back and stuff like that's rad it is really cool there's a lot of really fun ideas and very create instead of just having jaegers from different countries yeah these are like no these are super advanced and they're all built for different reasons yeah well we don't get jaegers from other countries because somehow in the final battle literally every other jaeger pilot all over the world is dead mm-hmm. <laughs> and boy do they want china to like this movie a lot you want to yes. hear charlie day speak out a kind of bad Mandarin yeah. and make jokes about how he can't speak Mandarin that happens quite often. I like this. the head of the company and I like the reveal that she wasn't some sort of evil big bad even though yeah, she doesn't she's like not a great shake. She's not a great person. No, no, no. Yeah, but she's not bad. Yeah. Um, I did like, so we, opening the movie, we get uh, Gypsy fighting this like rogue giant Jaeger which is awesome. It's a really cool design yeah. in Sydney. Uh, that's, spoilers, you lose Mako the only kind of prominent-ish character from... Yeah, she was one of the main characters from the first one, and they brought her back just to kill her, which was strange to me because it's a similar thing... Uh, Every movie does. Every with, sequel does this. With um, uh, Big Hero 6, where it's like, okay, we're going to give our main character a tragic backstory because his parents die, and then we're also going to kill his brother. And it's like, you already have the tragic backstory. Why'd you need to double down? Like, this one, it's like, we his dad, who Stacker Pentecost, played by the amazing Idris Elba, mm-hmm. died in the last movie. There's his tragic backstory. But wait, we need to kill the sister too to motivate but oh oh yawn here no. it comes uh, no 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 you're because big hero six like sure I, I get what your point but this more is on the level of independence day 2 uh-huh. when um will smith's 
son uh-huh. in the movie. I don't remember any character names. They like he's like, yeah, I lost my dad because he was in a test pilot. Whatever the hell happened, and then his mom like dies really far away in this really bad CGI shot. It's like, and then like a bunch of other main characters from the first Independence Day start dying. It's so stupid. It's by the way, so dumb. by the way, not to get off track, but if you can't get Will Smith back, you don't make an Independence Day too. But you got Jeff Goldblum, but we now know he'll do anything. So <laughs> he'll do those apartment commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get the awesome Jaeger versus Jaeger fight, and then we get this weird side plot of like, wait, there's a place where we used to build Jaegers in Siberia. Yeah, we better Mako go there. leaves them a map to Siberia that. They go there for some reason, and then it gets blown up, and then we never really figure out why we were going there. I'm but guessing you get another cool Jaeger on Jaeger fight. Uh, on the ice, which is really cool, but they can stand on a lot. If they can take down a building with like no you know no yeah. problem they can walk on ice for a while i will say as an adult it is a little challenging to watch these movies because you look at these building sized robots and you're like how how is how it is, moving how is it moving what how much money did you pump into these things mm-hmm. what is and it's how and are it completely, they not more bulletproof yeah, yeah like and then and then the big the the big battle where the buildings are crashing like i think i'm too old for this to be fun like this just makes me sad like it's a a little bit like a little sad it's a little fun it makes it more fun when you hear glados's voice from portal love it It makes me so happy every time she's the ai or whatever yeah for for gypsy i think um but also we get the we find out that there's kaiju brains and then inside the (laughs) new jaegers so we get a bunch of kaiju jaeger hybrid things fighting not other Jaegers. They just kind of get taken out yeah. for reasons. Yeah. Hacking. <laughs> we're going ha- to hack, hack it. Them. And, and we get the only kaiju you see is at the end of the movie. Which is, which is kind of, I would technically you get three and three. then they merge into one big one. And the designs of all of them are cool. And that happened in Revenge of the Fallen. But that surprised me that like, uh, oh yeah, we get the wrecking ball testicles. Great. Thanks for that, Michael Bay. Anyway, it surprised me that we saved the big kaiju number. But again, I am glad that it was diverse. I'm glad it wasn't like, hey, our big kaiju fights in the in the middle, and also here's another kaiju fight, and also here's another kaiju fight. And, and guess what? I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't By care. the end, I do not care anymore. But um, you also forget the main plot, Sam, is that uh, Jake Pentecost, played by uh, John Boyega, is brought back to train the next generation of mm, Jaeger pilots. That which, dead teenager at the end. <laughs> yeah, one of the teenagers to his Yeah, suit. one of the teenagers gets fried. He should have listened to should have listened to, they're like, no, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we're kids. We know what to do when we do it. And normally in these movies that works out fine. This time it did not. No, this is the dark and gritty Pacific Rim. It's not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you get some of those kids and I thought all those kid actors were fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a the, fine. they have a fine rapport, although we don't really spend a lot of time don't have time. We With gotta them. get more Jaeger fights. Well, so Come on. Do we more, want more John Boyega and Scott Eastwood not liking each other, but kind of liking each other? Scott and Eastwood pretending to be Papa yeah, Eastwood? He has a great Clint Eastwood impression. Also, I can't figure out whether they hate each other or whether they want a neck. Like, they keep talking about how beautiful each other are. Hey, man. It's just respect. Yeah. 21st century. They're also not up. wrong. Yeah. They're yeah. both pretty. Hey, if, yeah. they, if they got together, they'd have pretty babies <laughs> got a little confused there for yeah. a second uh but I, I didn't want to finish the tweet we got from katie lee g yeah uh they said gypsy danger uh what are your thoughts on uprising failing to address anything about rayleigh uh he was my least favorite of the first film but he was the main character i'm gonna assume they're talking about uh, charlie hunnam charlie hunnam who is also very handsome and Stephen s denight I did pull up a quote really quick just to look. He's like, I want to leave it ambiguous because it was only scheduling conflicts were the reason he didn't come back for this. 
Here's um, also, my... he may not have wanted to, but we'll just say scheduling, scheduling conflicts. Yeah. I will say this. I don't. When, when I read that tweet, and I'm like, who? Oh, the main character? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you would have told me around uh, Fast and Furious 2, they're like, Vin Diesel. I'm like, man, I don't care. Turns out you do care. He comes back. You're like, oh, this is what the series needed. You have everybody team up. It becomes amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping that if they do do a three, him and John Boyega team up, and then you kind of, even though it's all the same movie series, you get kind of like a that team up cross universe feel you know what i mean like I, I, yeah i'd be totally like in that scenario suddenly i care mm-hmm. about I, a character that i couldn't even i didn't even remember his name and if scotty Eastwood didn't come back and we're like where'd he like no one addresses it it's like oh no charlie had him fill that role yeah. we're fine we got it yeah we <laughs> like, got we got the beautiful white boy it's, uh-huh. it's, it's fine we're good uh so no it does but he said that he wanted to keep it ambiguous for the future i yeah. honestly i think that's smart mm-hmm. we have another tweet here from james stark at james stark plays hey long time mm-hmm. listener full-time friend uh did john boyega live up to being the son of the glorious idris elba he tries to do a speech and it actually is, liked his speech it's but it's it's not you don't get a slogan like cancel the apocalypse no. but you did get a joke from uh charlie day about it he's like yeah. oh you totally missed it you weren't here for the cancel the apocalypse speech. speech it was great yeah. yeah and it was great it is i wish that's probably a person that did not want to come back for this i am bummed that we don't get to see john boyega interact with you didn't get like a like a flashback or memory. something. Yeah, just because it's like I'd like, to, just because honestly, I'd like to see those actors interact with each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, it maybe in three they'll get a big budget and the, in the drift sequence, no. uh, Charlie Hunnam and Idris Elba and Scotty Swan and mm. everybody from every movie will be there yeah. in the afterlife of the drift. You never know. But he did he did a good job. This movie's not great. It's acted fine. It's written all. It's awful dialogue though it's it's so bad it does a lot of the um learning bad habits from other movies where it's like oh we're just gonna let our actors riff at each other and it just sounds like rambling yeah because like they're like there's this whole scene where like john boyega's just sticking his hands into like <laughs> a tub like, of ice cream. like tub of ice cream and sprinkles it's like ew were you a child stop doing that that's so gross other people that's he's like the- you don't get it my dad was uh, yeah Pentecost. Or Pentecost. Yeah. yeah, it's like other people have to eat out of that ice cream, bro. Like, don't do that shit. Yeah, it's gross. Stop doing that. And he, uh, does, he does a meme, which all the kids at home are like, He's, he did a meme. Whatever. You didn't You didn't catch it. You didn't catch it. Uh, Steve Coronado at Ward underscore boy. Uh, what CBM role should John Boyega get? What comic book movie role should John Boyega get? I vote either a reboot of Blade or The Son of Blade, and I'd love to see him team up with Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider, or he'd be a great young John Stewart. He has come out and said he does not want to play John Stewart. He wants to play an original character, I feel like. That's that not was... going to happen. Or he doesn't want to do like a rehash or something. He'd want to do some a different... Nobody's been John Stewart live-action movies yet. Green Lantern, he means. Oh. I think. Nah, let me look up. Let me look up. The let me look what exactly. he's saying. Well, it was interesting. You brought up John Stewart there. And my re- reaction was, "What? No! Like that's not. He's not even close to John Stewart." But he could be. That could be. Especially if you have like Hal Jordan as the more veteran Lantern training the new Lantern. That could be a really interesting take on John Stewart. I. My problem with that is I feel like everybody's every black actor is like, "Oh, John Stewart." It's like that's not just because they're black doesn't mean they're the right role for. Them. It's like whenever. So the a redhead, they're like he should play Daredevil because he has red hair. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not how casting works, man. And by the way, casted is not a word. 
internet, Instagram. So-and-so cast it as not a word. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. That's a good lesson because sometimes <laughs> yeah. I do say it. Um, <laughs> he uh, was asked if he would want to play Blade or Jon Stewart, and he said, uh, no, thanks for Green Lantern, which is fine. Yeah. You don't have to play every role. Yeah. <laughs> the, the black person doesn't need to play every black yeah. role that's out there. Uh, and he also said he'd rather see Wesley Snipes back for Blade. I think everybody would to a degree. And I think if you, you ever seen a deleted Blade? scene, oh, sorry, there's a deleted scene of Blade that you should watch for the final battle where there's just like floating blood and it looks awful. And then they're like, we're going to shoot that ending again. And they fixed it. And the movie's great after that. It's nice. Such, it's so, it's like PlayStation 1 graphics. It's painful. Cool. So um, I also don't see him as being Blade because you want somebody like a little bit more stern and intense. Actually, you know who'd be great as Blade? And they both are already in the Marvel Universe, so it won't happen. Who? Chibatel Ejiofor would be fucking great as Blade because mm-hmm. he's very in- he can be very intense. And I-, I think that's great. Also, Michael B. Jordan would be a fantastic Blade, and he also is already in the MCU, so it doesn't matter. Mm. But if John mm. Boyega was in a comic book movie, who, who would you like to see him as? Ooh, long pause. <laughs> people, people were checking their, their their radio or their whatever and seeing like, wait, did something happen? <laughs> Where did um, he go? What if he played? He'd be a good cyborg, taken, but he'd be good. Yeah. Ray Fisher's great, so that's fine. What about? What if he played Superman? What if he played if they did like a multiversity type thing and you got the super you got to visit like Superman's other My worlds? problem with all those is John Boyega projects is so young for me. I'd want him to be like a younger up and coming hero. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't project the authority of like a Superman or a John Stewart or a Blade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going through all the. I'm just cycling and through, through characters. Let's revisit this. Hold on. Hold on. Guy Gardner. This. Actually, it would be a pretty good Guy Gardner. Yeah, play Guy Gardner. It's like, yeah. no, it's got to be a redhead or I'm going to kill myself. No, no it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, Relax. Fine. Also, it, it wouldn't work with the um, DCU we have now because he looks a little bit older than Ezra Miller, but he'd mm-hmm. be a cool Wally West. Mm, yeah, he yeah. would be. Yeah, he'd Like be if really we had cool. like a, an adult Barry Allen. <laughs> age him up real quick because we just need to... We need to have John Boy. Actually, he'd be a really fun Wally West. He'd be West. a really fun Wally West. And he has the, he also has the charisma. If, the, if you wanted to do with me where I grew up, where like Wally West becomes the Flash, mm-hmm. he has the chops to like be the guy. Mm-hmm. You know? It'd be really cool. Damn it. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, read at JMR1022. If you could pilot one of those bots, what kind of weapons could you use? Hmm. I'm going to be honest. I want the fast one. I'm going to be honest. I know Scrapper was fun because it's a one-person one, so yeah. go out to the market with that, go to the beach with it. Also, <laughs> it rolls, which is cool. The rolling was cool. The roly-poly thing. By the way, the, the end of the movie, uh, they weld a rocket to Gypsy Avenger's hands so it can literally use... And again, that was one of those that, like, wait, the, your actual rockets won't kill this thing, but if you rocket your Jaeger at it, mm-hmm. that'll kill it. So it jumps it up in, into the atmosphere, rockets down on the big one. Scrappers strapped to the back, their ejection pods won't work, so they drill a hole while they're crashing from space towards Earth. They drill a hole in Gypsy Avenger, jump out into Scrapper, and then they just hold on real tight. All right, everybody, hold on. Everybody, hold. And then Scrapper <laughs> jumps off and rolls away, and it's like you're. It's basically like if you strapped yourself into a washing a dryer and f- dropped it from space. You're mush. You're done. 
There's no padding. You're not. There's no seatbelt. You're done. You're dead. You're just jealous because you don't get to ride in scrapper. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd probably do the fast one. I like the swords. I'm always a big fan of like when uh, mechs have swords. That bad Jaeger in the beginning had the two swords, but he had the coolest design. Like the chainsaw sword. It, he, it was a black and yellow design. And it was my probably my favorite like color scheme. Uh, Steven S. Knight was like, we want to do something different, so they're chainsaw plasma things. I'm like, well, that didn't quite read, but that's still cool. Wait, uh, yeah, I didn't. I just thought it was heat or something. Yeah. Also, a. Ju- Besides the implausibility of all this, you yeah. mean there's a gigantic chain that's going all the no, way a up and plasma down? chain, Sam. Shut up, Stephen S. Tonight, <laughs> but yeah, just, he had the cool swords. That, that was the two. The two swords was cool. Uh, I did like the giant cannons on the big one. I I, I was a big fan of the on the, the like on the tum tum on the tummy yeah. Of it. yeah that was cool because you could flip front and back. Yeah, that was neat. I like that a lot. Plasma whip seemed cool i just feel like it'd be super unwieldy yeah also you take there's so much more collateral damage with a yeah, whip that's what i'm saying like yeah. you're, you're gonna take out three buildings before you even hit your target yeah let's get that gypsy weapon with the gravity ball thing where you can just suck up cars randomly yeah. hey guys everyone bunch together and then you throw everyone yeah. at the <laughs> i wish you did, it was just like that ragdoll effect you see in like renders which is like yeah. you just like thud, 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 on the side of the kaiju yeah that'd have been funny also, aren't kaiju like poisonous when they die? I don't know. I got a lot of questions. <laughs> so many questions. Oh, but I wow. think for me, my, my answer would be I'd like some of those them plasma swords. It'd Damn. be cool to have like... Um, did you ever watch like Gundam Wing or any of that shit? No, I always wanted to, but the Gundam and Ready Player One was really cool. Mm-hmm. There's a, My favorite is uh, Wing Zero, uh, mm-hmm. specifically from Endless Waltz. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It has like angel-like wings. Nerd. It'd be cool to have wings. It'd be cool to have a, a Jaeger with wings and shit. Wait, what was it? Gundam. Uh, if Gundam, it, Gundam Wing Zero. Gundam wing, wing Zero. zero. Spell it out. Endless Waltz. And, uh-oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Endless. endless. we got to start all Gundam over. Wing Zero is, is great, too, <laughs> on its own, because it also has wings. But Endless Waltz has, like, the angel wings, which oh, is rad. Oh, super anime with all, like, the blades. Yes. And the multiple. Yes. Oh, I love it. Replaying Kingdom Hearts is a lot of characters that have, like, one wing on one side yep. and then and, dark hair on the other. You're like, yeah. is he, like, a demon Hold and on. an angel? Look up, look up Gundam Wing Epsilon. Epsilon. Gundam Wing. Just Wing. Yeah, Epsilon. Epsilon. Oh, oh uh, there it is. No. There I it is. This it is great con- That's like a dragon one. It's cool. Is this the one you're talking about? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Sam's not having it. He's not feeling it. No, sometimes I don't know what it is about big robots. It doesn't get me super excited. Voltron, though, got re- reinvigorated that excitement. I'm a big fan of the Voltron TV show. And if Pacific Rim became an animated show of the quality of Voltron, oh, baby, I'm on board. Yep. Mm, maybe mm-hmm. you know with well. John Boyega voicing his character and Charlie Hunnam voicing his character and Charlie Day voicing his character and if you uh, want to see Charlie Hunnam in something like real good that he's actually real good in Lost City of Z mm. and if you want to see Charlie Day in something that's really good watch all of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia mm-hmm. it's all 13, 14 seasons so we like to. I feel like we're we've wrapped up. We're coming near the end. There's yeah. not too much to say about this movie because it's substanceless. It's like <laughs> cotton candy. It's oh, like oh, good flavor, but, but oh, it's week, already gone. Next week, speaking of substanceless, mm. uh, next week we're talking about Ready Player <laughs> Ooh, One. <what's> <laughs> uh, At least there's references in there. Uh, we're talking about Ready Player One, and if we. you want Sam's spoiler-free review, that is already up on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/OnlyStupidAnswers. That's right. But yes. also, I want to tease something. Yes. We have Wayne. a project coming. What's happening? And you all will, they, I mean, 
you'll experience when it happens. You'll know when it happens. Uh, sorry, I, I kind of lost the yeah. momentum of that. I was really excited to do like a really cool build up, but it they, we're working it, on something that's really cool with maybe other people. What? Sorry, we're seeing other people. <laughs> But it, it is very exciting. But if and you're, trust us, it's definitely up your alley. Yeah, it's something you guys are into. But again, if you're excited for Ready Player One, Sam already gave his spoiler-free thoughts on that. Next week, we're going to go dive into it. Full spoilers. Mm-hmm. We're excited to talk to you guys about that. But every at the end of every episode, we've started doing a new thing called... Just the tips. Just the tips. Just the tips. And I think I'm going to go with my tip this week. You got a tip? Is what I said earlier. Ooh, a hot little tip. A hot little tip. <laughs> Casted uh-huh. is not a word. If somebody is cast in something, they have been cast in that movie. That person has been cast. John Boyega was cast as Jake Pentecost in Pacific Rim Uprising. Not mm-hmm. casted. Cut it out, please. Mm-hmm. Driving me crazy. Hey, that's fair. Yeah, it's a fair thing to get upset about. It gets annoying when people say things wrong. I'll always, I will always tell you that... I spell definitely incorrectly every single time. <laughs> every <laughs> single time, even yeah, though I spell it out. Spe- de- uh, Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Nope. Definitely no. doesn't ever. Where's the E pop up? It always gets wrong, <laughs> even though I know it. I can spell it in my head right now. I'm not going to spell it out loud because I don't need to embarrass myself on this podcast. But. That's a good little tip. Yeah. Casted is not a word. Casted is not. Some, nobody has been casted in anything ever. Wait a second. I'm about to make you feel silly. Let's see. What do you mean? Let's go ahead and say, is casted a word? I'm I mean, checking. like, it is a, it's not, like, it, you're using it wrong. It is wrong. Yeah. Casted is actually an old form, but we don't use it anymore. Yeah. It's cast. Yeah, you've been cast in something. Now we're all a little bit smarter. That's just the tips, just the tips. Just the tips. You got a tip? <laughs> I did. The look, the look Sam just gave me, the look he gave me, like, he looked at me like, why would you do this you have no, me? You have no idea how good of a segment Just the Tips is, but I always freeze up yeah. like a deer in headlights as soon as it comes. Do we get any, if anybody watching live with us, do you guys have any tips you want to share? Let us know, but also hit us up on Twitter at OnlyStupidAnswers. Yank out the vowels from stupid hashtag just the tips hit us up with a tip and we'll read them next time i'm gonna go ahead and vamp and do the outro while i think about it uh see if you can come up with your tip i would do i'll I'll help you out a little bit big news coming to chaostheorycomic.com very soon so i would highly recommend you go to chaostheorycomic.com and sign up for that if you don't know if you haven't heard about it before that is my comic book uh i've been working on a five issue sequel to my original one shot um and it's thing things are happening soon a lot of a lot of work a lot of time a lot of build up but things are happening soon tell your friends about it uh because i'm going to need you guys to show up for this one it's it's last time i did one comic this is five issues so uh uh if this is going to happen you guys are going to need to really show up on this one tell your friends tell your enemies uh tell your coworkers everybody chaostheorycomic.com Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't come to you. Well, you know what? Tune in. Tune in next week for Sam's tip. <laughs> and if you guys have any tips, uh, did anybody hit us in the thing? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Kate, Kate Houlihan. Yeah. For the comments. Thanks so much for supporting us on Patreon. This is for everybody. If you, if you're marching, yes, bring water. 
Yeah, today's the what we were recording. Oh, marching, this, marching. I yeah. thought she meant marching band. I'm like, we don't we don't have opportunities anymore to be in a marching band. <laughs> right, no. But if you are marching, if you're out there, we will support you yes. guys uh, for March for Our Lives. Drink some water, stay hydrated, stay safe, protect each other. We love you guys. Thanks for setting up for what you believe in. Yeah, we really appreciate that. And that is it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you want more of us, more of the stuff we're doing, go to onlystupidanswers.com. If There's you YouTube stuff there. There's podcast stuff there. There's social media stuff there. There's a game TBD when that will come. Okay. And if you want more of Sam, mm-hmm. you can follow Sam. Oh, at oh Sam Bashers. <laughs> I Where are you right have now? coffee and we're realizing that... <laughs> Sam needs it. And if you want more of me, you can follow me at DJ DJ Talks Talks Trash. Trash. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye.